Test, test, test. Check one, two. Everything bothers him. He's unbothered. He calls it unbothered, but that's what's cute because everything bothers him. He's bothered. I'm a botherina. Hey, we don't need you testing too. What? You want an alligator? Hold on, let me get this bitch an alligator. Get her an alligator? There's your alligator now. Get away from me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Unbothered by Ty Rivera. Coming to you from Christopher's Castle right here in Las Vegas. <laughs> Chris Castle. <laughs> this, is Christopher, this is Christopher's Castle. <laughs> Bijou, you're going to go to jail if you don't stop. Eat your alligator and get away from me. Bijou is currently enjoying a Whimsy's alligator in between trying to bite Tanner Tuttle. Tanner Tuttle is our guest today. Tanner Tuttle is Hello. a Las Vegas com, a transfer, a transplant from, where were you, St. George? Uh, Cedar City, Utah. Cedar City. So where is that in relation to St. George? Is it close to St. George? It is like 50 miles north of St. George. Okay, so are you guys considered a little more bumfuck than... Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, well, St. George, I've always considered just the retirement town. Okay. So that's a lot of the older people. And then Cedar, um, we're really known just for, like, our Shakespeare Festival, I feel. Like, that's, like, the most popular thing about Cedar. And are you uh, are you Mormon? I am not. No. No. Uh, My dad was raised Mormon. My mom wasn't raised in anything, really. So growing up, I kind of had the choice. Um, I went to church when I was, like, six for, like, a few times and then decided no and kind of. But then being the only non-Mormon kid around all Mormon kids, like, it was just kind of weird to see it from the outside. So Cedar City is uh, Mormon. Oh, yes, it is. Is all of Mormon. Utah? I wasn't ever sure. And I get. I guess you're probably a good person to ask because you're a native to Utah. Yep. Okay. So what I wanted to know is all of, um, is all of Utah Mormon or is it just Salt Lake? All of Utah basically is Mormon. I feel like the state, you know, that's really driven in there. Cedar just recently built a temple too, actually. So I feel like it is like mostly a state-driven thing. But I feel Salt Lake probably has a lot more of a diverse crowd, though. I feel like they would probably, compared to a lot of the places in Utah, I feel like, because like if you... If you want to get into it, back when the keeping it very 20, professional here, the twenty sixteen election, they were the only Salt Lake County was the only one to vote Democrat. Oh, really? Yes. Well, you out know, of out of the whole state, that was the only blue. Well, that makes sense because you know, not too long ago, uh, Salt Lake City. I'm not sure what year it was. I can't remember. It was like either two or three years ago. It was voted uh, the gayest city in the United States. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. Um, there's different cities that have taken that over where yeah. it's been surprising. Yeah, yeah. Like at one point it was Long Beach. That was pretty expected okay. if you know California, you know, yeah. or that part of California. It's like Long Beach makes sense. Um, I mean, with Utah, like I think like with Salt Lake, like there is a lot of closeted because of the Mormon religion and everything being there. So you do have a very high underground culture I do believe is probably very strong there. I do know of a few gay people that live in Salt Lake, so there's also just know, the so new I, out I and proud that, that have yeah. decided to just buck, you know, what it is they were supposed to be. I, I went I remember I walked around the Gateway Mall for war, before like the day before Warp Tour was there 
and it was right after Pride Week, so it was Pride Month, um, and they still had the crosswalks were rainbow-colored. And I didn't know if they were making that permanent or not, but I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I just saw that walking by, and I was just like, oh, like, Salt Lake's doing this? Like, well, anywhere it's going to be Salt Lake for sure. Well, yeah. In in the state of Utah, yeah. Yeah, well, everybody's doing it because it's such big business now, and I hate to, like – be so cynical about it, you know, but people make it like, you know, no, people are just getting more open minded. It's like, no, people are just realizing that there's a lot of money in the LGBT community. Exactly. And so they want to um, jump in on that because St. George was trying to do like a pride parade, I do believe, and like have go along with the pride month and like people started posting being angry about it, that they're shoving it down their throats and that kind of thing. Well, you know, it's always weird when people say that kind of stuff because you can either choose to go to the parade or not go yeah. to the parade. Or, like, just the f- the fact that, like, the council is allowing it and agreeing to it and that kind of stuff. But that's – because another thing, because if you want to think of, like, kind of a little, like, backwards-esque, um, Cedar City, the main high school that was there for most of the time, they from the 1940s till recently, they were the Cedar High Redmen. Okay. And then their mascot would be – a highly dressed Native American, but it was usually a white kid in the war paint and everything on the sidelines cheering on and everything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So recently they voted to change it. Yeah. And they did. And But a lot of people were upset because some of the tribesmen there were okay with it, but some weren't. Like, they were like, it's, you know, oh, it's these people coming in from California now and changing stuff around and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I mean... I see why they should change it. Like I get it, but if sports, major sports teams are still allowed to run by it. Why, why can't they, you know? Well, with that kind of stuff, it all gets so dicey because there's people that really care on both sides. And for me, it's yeah. really hard because I'm always like, mm, I don't really care. Like a good example for me personally, where people can That's say really how I am too, that I'm not a hypocrite, you know, is I personally hate the term queer. Okay. You know, but that's, the accepted one of the accepted and what uh, right now currently one of the most accepted most politically correct terms for yeah because honestly in my head i'm thinking that's a better thing to yell than faggot like you know at, at a tense you well know? i but personally identify as a faggot I, and I get that. I get that, you <laughs> so know, but. and i get not everybody does so my point is i don't care like the word queer kind of it's not my favorite it gets right. on my nerves a little okay. bit okay but when we were doing our comedy festival, Laughed Out Queer right, Comedy right, right. Festival, Jocelyn, who's in charge of, you know, kind of the marketing side, that a lot of that kind of stuff. Shout I out mean, to Jocelyn Sharp. Love Jocelyn Sharp. Woo-woo. She did so much during that festival. It's right. like not even, I mean, like it's really ridiculous. And I love her. I mean, I, I honestly don't know how many people run festivals, but you only have, it was the three yeah. mainly. And like to hear that for even a first year festival, like that's bonkers. Yeah, that's, she was, that's high up there. That's bananas. Like, yeah, and all of us did our part. It was really yeah. good. It was a good team effort. But like, you know, just I love well, all of you have to do something. If one of you doesn't, it's gonna all fall apart. Yeah, you and know, for sure. Like, yeah, at least when it's when like Ocean's Eleven, if someone slips, it's like, oh, we got the ten with the net. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's only three of us, like you said, and so like we all have to figure out where we belong, and nobody's telling us what to do. It's not like we had any, you know, any like outside. 
right, right. consultant okay. or supervisor that yeah. was like, you know, hey, these are the things you guys need to do. I did get a little bit of advice at the very beginning just via um, Facebook message from Eric Shans, who runs uh, Slow Comedy Festival. Right. And okay. he gave me a couple quick pointers, told us where to go to go for insurance for the event. Thank you very much, Eric Shans. Um, and, but yeah, outside of that, it was just us three. And, uh, so Jocelyn was in charge of the marketing part. And so she, um, had named it, well, Steven came up with laughed out, you know, cause we were trying to figure out, you know, it's kind of like you got left out of all the LGBT events because you're not considered politically correct enough and that kind of stuff. And that's kind of what we wanted to like represent and show like that can be funny be and it can be activist. Because I, I was just thinking when you were saying that, cause I was thinking laughed at would be good too. But at the same time, I'm like laughed out doesn't give that pointing down, like punching down feel. Like yeah. It gives it more of a punching out, you know, out sense. Yeah. And it so also is a play on yeah. left out, you know, like that's where, so that's why Steven came up with it. And he was like, how about laughed out? And at first uh, he was like, no, I don't really like it. Steven, <laughs> like right, right after he said it, he was right. like, I don't yeah, really I don't like, like it. That. And then we were talking about it some more and then we eventually decided on it. So then when Jaws came back to us the next time after we had the laughed out part, she's like, okay, um, laughed out queer comedy festival. And like I said, I don't really like the term queer. I yeah. haven't liked it forever, but it is the accepted term for what we are. And it fits and it's and it, it, it it's catchy. The whole yeah, ring of it, yeah. you know what I mean? Laughed out queer comedy festival. And it it does the umbrella, you know, which is LGBTQ. I mean, queer covers it all. And so I just was like, yeah, that's not really a big deal to me. So I think there's too many people that hold on to too many things that really don't matter for real. Yeah, it's like, and I mean, but that's as me coming as a straight white male. Like, I feel like it's hard for me to kind of compare myself to anyone else really going through anything. But at the same time, like, I that's why I try and just not care, <laughs> but care, you know, at the same time. But you know, th like, I'm glad you brought that up because you're a good person to talk to about that because you okay. are so white. <laughs> yes, I am. No, like D. Brooks, and if, if people do not know, D. Brooks is a black comedian. He went up and did a bit about how you'll never meet a black person named Tanner. Uh -huh. And then I went up later that night and I was like, oh, I'm not a comedian. I'm just here to prove a point. Uh, <laughs> my name's Tanner. Yeah. And then I brought up NASCAR and I was like, see how fucking white I am? Like, it's there. Yeah. So, no. You yeah. Know, you're you know, you're white. I, I, I you're it, from but, Utah. But, yeah, like, I'm from Utah. <laughs> you're but <laughs> You're a white, white, oh, white man. You know, like, I, yeah, like. But yeah. what I wanted to say is I don't think that because you're a white man, you should completely dismiss your own opinion like that. I get what no, you're saying. It, and it, that's true. And I try to still stick with that. But it's like you got to come from like, I'm, you know, I feel like I got to try and come from a wider perspective. Yeah, because technically a lot of shit shouldn't bother you because yeah. you are white and you have had your way a long time. In the, or, you know, your people have had their way, Ex especially white men specifically, exactly. you know, like. The women, exactly. I kind of hate the way they bail, too. I'm with Chappelle on that. When some of the white women try to, like, you know, separate oh, themselves. It, yeah. Like, you know, from the white man. Oh, I'm kind of yeah, like, yeah. well, you're right, right under. You know? It's like, I, well, like, I like how Tosh kind of puts it, too, because he's like, some places your opinion's down here, and house cat is clear up here. Like, <laughs> you know, like, and I, so it's like, I get it. Yeah, like, so, like, I've tried to, like, because that's what I, like, sometimes, like, even wanted to attempt comedy. It's just like, look at me, another straight white male on the list. What can I, you know, bring that's different? And it just makes it so you have to be extra original. Exactly. But it like, doesn't mean you can't do it. No, and it doesn't. And I feel like, you know, it shouldn't. 
um, you know, have me be lo- overlooked. But at the same time, if I see that as happening, I'm just going to be like, I got to put in harder. Yeah. Like that's more of a motivator in it than anything and not saying anything bad about anyone getting picked over me either. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of a doggy dog competition. I feel like doggy dog world. But at the same time, it's helpful at the you know, when you don't make it, it's still very helpful. But that's just what I've seen so far from it. But the thing with, like, because um, you're talking about, like, contest festivals. Like, yeah, like, oh, I mean, anything in like general, probably. Getting yeah. radar, getting yeah. on the radar as yeah. far as comedy goes. It, it, yeah. Well, there's so many factors that go in with that. But what I would mo- tell most people, like, when it comes to, like, those kinds of things, like what you're talking about, like, when you're trying to do anything, you know, like, it, it's, it's always more about who you can meet and how professional you can look than actually quote unquote winning or trying to, you know what That's I mean? That's true. Like it, it really is like, I feel like, cause I've learned it living in the same town for almost 30 years. So it was like, it's a who you know and who you blow type situation. But even not necessarily like that. Well, you know, like, cause you don't even have to buddy up to a lot of people just in like, if you're professional and you're funny and you're actually working on something, a lot of times you'll end up meeting somebody that can be beneficial to you. Even if you don't actually get what's quote unquote the prize. Right. Okay. Like that happened for me with, um, stand up for diversity, NBC stand up for diversity. Okay. Like one of the first years that they did it. I went yeah. there and like w- you one of the things you won like you know in the package was going to be like an audition for last comic standing where you got an appointment you know and I ended up meeting this lady while I was there that just really liked me and liked my stuff and I didn't ab- advance I advanced to the nighttime round but I didn't advance to um the you know California the last comic standing well, you know, with the what's it called with uh, with the, the diverse <laughs> comic stand. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't make it to the showcase night, which was going to be you held in Hollywood. To the top of the wall. They had which wall I already lived in Hollywood. So <laughs> which I already lived in Hollywood. So like when they made it seem like you're going to go to Hollywood. I'm like, so back home, I come to see you back when I. <laughs> yeah, I live there. Like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm in Hollywood. I so Hollywood. stop making it sound like Shocker. that's part of the, the prize here. You know what I mean? Like, you'll be in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's like, you okay. You paid seven of us to be here and act like we're going. <laughs> so, yeah, we know we're going back. Yeah, so uh, so so I I ended up meeting this lady though mm-hmm. who really liked my stuff, and so I didn't end up advancing to the you know the finals or whatever you would right. call it, and um, then last comic standing rolled around, and I had her number because I don't remember she gave me some kind of encouraging words in her card and okay, was like yeah. you know, and so um, I ended up hitting her up, and I I called her and I was like, hey, I know that I probably shouldn't ask you this, but because uh, you know she worked for NBC. And I was like, but is there any way that you could possibly get me an audition, like an actual appointment? Because yeah, I had done that, like, you know, the what's it called? The cattle calls before, you right. know, where you sleep on the sidewalk overnight. I had done those already, a couple it, of them. And I, I've done a lot of them in my that, career. Yeah. But okay. just, you know, even at that point, though, I was newer. I was like, if I can avoid that and be taken more seriously because I have an appointment. And so she was like, I'm sorry, I really can't. You know, um, she was like, that was part of one of the prizes so technically it would be like me giving you a prize even though you didn't technically advance and she was like so I'm really sorry but I just won't be able to and so 
I was like, all right, well, I really, really appreciate you even taking the call, and I'm sorry if I put you in an uncom- uncomfortable, uncomfortable position. position. And I was like, but, you know, thank you. You and know, you just shot, you went and shoot your shot, because what's the worst that's going to happen? What happened? You're like, okay. Exactly. Back to square one. Like, at least you gave it the offer, because it might be lingering in the back of you if you never So I go to the it. gym, and at that time, I didn't use to carry my phone on me when I'd be in the gym. I'd put it in the locker, and then I'd just go work right. out. Okay. And so I that's come back out. Do. And I have a message from this person. And so, or, well, a message from an L.A. number, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I would go ahead and answer or, you know, check the message. And it's actually her. And she was like, Ty, I thought about it. And, you know, I just think that you'd be such a good fit for auditioning for Last Comic Stand. This was when I first started, not dirty like I am now. Mm-hmm. I was pretty... What's it? Pretty chill. Really? I need to look. I need to watch this. Yeah, I wasn't super it. clean. Okay. I just was like, really? so she was like, I really think you'd be a good match. Blah, blah, blah. And I I guess I shouldn't do that voice sort of like I'm making fun of her because really she was a nice lady. You're just mimicking. Okay. <laughs> but she was that the way she Being talked, sincere, you know, yeah. she was like, you know, she yeah. was like, and I really think you would be a good fit. She was like, so I'm going to go ahead and get you appointment out an appointment after all. Dope. And she was like, but if you ever tell anybody I did this for you and, you know, like now she's on to a different I will cancel your ass. Yeah, she was like, and I was just like, before you can even do it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, and I honor my word, even though I tell the story, because nobody one would know who she was because now she's moved on. She doesn't even work in entertainment anymore. And that's what you tend to be like. This was like one of her, like, she got her last day or something. Yeah, and I wouldn't give her. I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, give her name out now, even though she's in a different. She's in a different industry completely now. I mean, like, still. See, I don't even care. Working well, even during the time, like. Yeah. You know, just because she finds you funny, that's it. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's the cool thing. Though. Like, like that's, that's what awesome. I was telling you. Like, you go more for who you meet. And I can yeah. give you other yeah. stories yeah. like that, too. But it's more about, like, you know, going, meeting, looking like a professional. That's yeah. what it's about. And, act, and acting like it. Yeah. Because, like, you say, like, and one of your things I saw, like, you talk about, like, when you go to some places, like, they tell you to scale it down. Mm-hmm. And you abide by that and do it though and stuff so i feel like you can but i feel like it's not necessarily holding you back you're just like all right it's a little challenge but let's do it and yeah and also if you take the gig then you should respect the rules there's one time that i really didn't and it was one because i wasn't told ahead of time that that's the way the gig worked and the second thing was i was being paid it was shit 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 money okay um and the other thing was it was o- I was only being asked to tone it down like that because the headliner who hadn't picked me, I was there like as a oh, okay. random matchup, right. you know what I mean, um, couldn't follow it. And so what happened was after the first show, they asked me to be clean. And then I was like, okay. And right. so I went clean. Okay. And the headliner still couldn't follow it. Okay, then. So I was just like, well, I guess well, I'll just, just do whatever, do whatever I, want. I want to do if this bitch is going to eat shit either way. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I understand that. Then. Why am I going to work yeah. extra hard for you to not do well even when I lower the bar for you? Yeah. The only time I was held back was when I did comedy at a – there was an improv group in my hometown, Off the Cuff Comedy. They still do shows Friday nights. They're hilarious and stuff. So I asked if I could just open for them. Mm-hmm. Can I just come do 10, 15 minutes or whatever? And they would be like, you know, if they didn't have anything going on, if they weren't busy, they're like, yeah, we can do that. That's fine. So I go up there and they were like, so like before the first time they were like, we kind of consider ourselves PG 13, but depending on the crowd and everything, you can see what you can get away, you know, with, and, you know, for the most part, they're going to back me up. It sounds like I'm like, okay. But I'm like, you know, what? in my head, I'm going, just be clean. 
mm-hmm. is a good time to practice it so you're not just up there and every going on going fucking uh you know that kind of yeah. stuff because that can happen and you're not even thinking it so i was like no this is going to be focused so i can i've been up there and i can do 10 15 minutes and i can do clean stuff and i was like the first time i did i was like i'm going to end on this one liner though that's a little over like right there but i'm like but i'm ending on it and i ended on it and i heard a few people moan in the crowd but i heard the people behind me the improv group laughing so i was like cool i'm fine mm-hmm. and i just went all right good night and they didn't say anything about it or anything because some of the guys the improv their kids are there to come see them so i'm like i get and some parents are like i didn't bring my kids to watch this guy be raunchy about this, yeah you know so i was like no like i can still be funny to the you know and bring up shit and they find it funny and i'm like cool like that's all i came to do is just i need to work on that instead of just being like you know like i don't want to be just an offensive guy just to be an offensive guy but if i can get that little shocker like oh it's worth it shocker two in the pink one in the stink yeah but yeah that's what the shocker is i just you know, you know, you get it, but like, yeah, like I think, but like, it's still like, cause some people be like, no, like you get what I want to do or you get nothing or people are so stupid with that. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, and, and like the, the thing is after you've been doing it for a while, you can pick when you're in the mood to do that and when you're not to like, for me, it's, if I'm being paid, I'm in the mood. If I'm not being paid, I'm not. And yeah. so I probably won't show well, up. And see, the only times I've really seen you is just at open mics, but I think you do great at open mics. Like I really enjoy watching it. Even yeah. if you're just up there bullshit. Well, the but. thing with me and the open mics is like, if you notice, I only go to select open mics Yeah. and I also, Close. Yeah, I I want to be last yeah, so that I can close, no then, pressure. And then you go on for like 10, 15, which is fine because no one says a goddamn thing. Yeah, and also as like is. as many people as can be are gone by that time. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's not like oh, yeah. anybody can say like you know oh he's performing for free. It's like there's nobody here, you know. So it's like it's I'm just the other comics yeah, are getting to see me. That's all it is. Comics and you're getting them to laugh too. Yeah, it's like working out in the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not worried about who's at the gym. Right, you're there to right, fucking right, work right, out right. you know like it's it's right. like that kind of thing and so um but yeah like those i'll go completely just i think i have some of the best sets of my life at open mic sometimes and it's not like it's always great like that you know because sometimes i just truly open mic it and i yeah. don't care if i eat shit but like you know sometimes just because i get so loose and i'll talk about so many things but the other problem with me and open mics is sometimes i just feel like i just said way too much about my life right now you know like <laughs> i sometimes talk about too much personal stuff yeah but it's an open mic it's fun but i mean it's a lot sometimes sometimes even on there at the bar and yeah like i did at the i opened up on a at the dive the last dive i was the first comic and there was only like five people at the bar and randall and ryan have been telling me they're like you should be like act gayer or be raunchier on stage Uh okay so i was like hey if you ever sucked a dick that tasted so bad that you're puked on it for it to taste better. <laughs> and then I go into it. I'm like, you know, you're just down there like, man, this tastes awful, but I don't want to stop sucking it. I wonder if my acid and bile would make it better. Uh, yep, it did. All right. I'm going to stay down here. And there were two women at the bar and I hear one just be like, that's disgusting. And I just started laughing. But you were at the dive bar. Yeah. Did you say That bitch has a lot of nerve oh. saying something's disgusting at the oh. fucking dive bar. And then um, it was my first You're not time. allowed to clutch your pearls at the dive bar. It there are a, no yeah. pearls allowed in the dive bar. And uh, there was a drunk guy like heckling, mm-hmm. just yelling as soon as Randall started. And so we were like, hey, motherfucker, you think it's so easy? Come sign up. And he did. And he went up right after me and was just drunk and incoherent. 
and killed it. Just oh, I was like, that's what I was like, dude, this motherfucker is going to get more laughs than me. Bruce Purcell posted a video on Instagram of him, and Randall was like, this guy think we're laughing with him. Yeah, and were you there the night the transgender person, uh, that one comedian made the, well, she wasn't transgender. Technically, she was a fishy bitch. <laughs> and I have, like, the recording from it. I should probably, oh, maybe no. I'll fuse it in here if I have it. Oh, but there's no. a point where I ask her, like, you know, what she identifies as. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't here for this. Yeah, because it was, it was awkward, awkward, because this guy was bombing. And there was this, you know, trans woman, some weird situation because dive bar for anybody that doesn't know that's listening at home is just that. It's a true Dude, dive it, bar. It is the dive bar. That is the first place I did a stand up. <clears throat> yeah. And there's it a guy is. named Trash that is like the porter slash bar back there that gets the ice and I don't know, it, like does heroin. I think he's the one that's been like sleep, like he slept on stage during an open. Yeah, night he and sleeps then woke on up stage. Like yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's him. Fuck? Yeah, he sleeps on the pinball the machine British sometimes. Guy? Is he British or I don't no? know. I just no. know he's trash, and okay. he he like talks to us while we're on stage. Sometimes he'll be shouting. <laughs> but it's like a true you. dive bar. And that yeah, night there yeah. was this transgender person that was mad, or she appeared. To, he appeared to be transgender, um, and. Uh, the bartender Tony, uh, the there's a pretty pretty bartender with big boobs uh, that works there, and uh, she well she doesn't work there anymore because she told somebody she wasn't gonna, that she wasn't listening to him because he was Mexican or she wasn't paying attention to him because he was Mexican. Is that the blonde chick? Yeah, and her, I was there that Yeah, her night. dog had died. Yeah, and, you know, I, was and, there. Okay. I featured that night. I was like, dude, I have to. F- I was like, hey, what's been going on right now in the crowd for me is like being in a hotel room where you're trying to watch a comedy show or TV and you can't stop hearing the fucking family fighting in the next room. She went off on people. She, ask Ryan Barasa. Ryan Barasa had to wait 10 to 15 minutes just to get change. I think she ended up losing her job. I think that was finally too much for even the dive bar. She yelled at like the bar backs, like the other bar people there, the bartenders there. Vincent went up and killed him about her. He was like, guys, she's right. Everyone is a bitch. Like, you know, and he went up and owned it with her. But like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, she just because I remember I went up and I just asked her to give me cups because uh-huh. there was none for the water. And she just was like so angry, like slamming them. But I was just like, all right, like, welcome to the dive bar. Yeah. Like, I was just like, this is part of the show. But yeah, I heard remember her yelling at that guy because he wasn't Mexican going after after Ryan going after after Bart. Yeah, that, I featured that night. That was a great night. So her, she got an argument with this transgender person that always comes in apparently, you know, like it's obviously one of the regulars. Okay. This person is, I'm not being mean here. I'm not trying to talk shit about anybody, but just obviously done their share of speed, not only in life, but on that particular night. <laughs> They're never missing their share, you know, like truly tweaked out. Um, mad at the bartender for the dive, never missing their share. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what the audience or the, the, not the audience, the patrons of the dive bar are definitely never missing their share. Uh, and so this person was mad at Tony because she thought Tony had lost her purse because I don't know if she set it down or asked Tony to hold it. I didn't catch up with the beginning of the story. All I know is she's mad about that. So she's yelling at Tony, and Tony's yelling back at her, you know, which you've just said. You already know what Tony yells like. So she's like, you know, that, you know, I'm going to beat this bitch's ass. I'm just sick of this. You know what I mean? Like that kind of, and you're just like, 
Ah, just shut up. But anyway, right, so this is happening. So then there's the trans person, and then the guy on stage is like a new, new comic, and he's like, you know, hey, come up on stage, and he oh, makes the person no. get on stage, you know, the trans person. <laughs> Rule number one. Like, yeah. Wrong. Wrong. And then just has has them sit on the stage. Like, you know how there's that little raised part for the drum? Yep. yep. It has them sit on that little raised part. Oh, yeah, man. on that little step. Yep. And then is doing his set with the I have video of it. Like there, there's, it's oh, just the most awkward fuck. and makes no sense thing in the world. Like he doesn't even do like crowd work with her or him. Like Anything, nothing. He just has her sit up there. Yeah, and it like it was not only was it uh, boring, like awkward. It was also a little demeaning to okay. see somebody be forced to sit up there like a child. You know what I mean? Whatever they are. They did. That's the other thing. Tweaked I mean, like, out. You know what I mean? And yeah. thought they were gonna do something fun. Like I'm sure. She thought she was going to be the star for a minute. You know, like they were going to oh, maybe be silly. You've never been to silly. an open mic at the dive bar then, have you? <laughs> there are no stars at, it, at the open mic. Oh, my God. But, yeah, and so anyway, so when I got off stage, I was like, you know, uh, she's uh, – I or when I was on stage, which was a couple of comedians later, I was like, what's your name? And I can't remember she said her name. And then I was like, are you, like, trans or gay or how do you identify? And then what she up, was what like – She was like – I'm just a fishy bitch. And I was like, <laughs> that's if you're really gay, you know that there's or you're familiar with the gay community. You know, there is such a thing as just a fishy bitch. Still identifies as a male, but fishy bitch. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's great. Holy it takes shit. all kinds. When they talk oh, about man. the rainbow, they, some people have no idea what they mean. Some people even within the community. That's why I don't let a lot of people correct me when it comes to like being in the community or like the words that I use and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I just know a different term than you do. So don't try to come at me crazy because like, you know, there's different yeah. ways that things have been identified throughout. Like, you know, for a long time we flew under the radar. So to now be expected to be overly politically correct for when no. for so long we were completely ignored. No. It was like, I don't have to do that. I don't know that to you or anybody else, you know, and especially when it's other LGBT people, it's like, no, I was like, you know, I'm not a fucking what's it called? A stonewall queen by any stretch. You know, it's like not like I'm that old, but those people have a right to identify and speak the way they want to. I wouldn't tell them because they have been there longer than me. You know yeah, what I mean? So it's like, real. yeah, we've experienced different things. And if you've been there longer, even if I don't agree with you, you have a right to have your opinion. You've seen something different than I have. Also, sometimes that'll affect people regionally and they don't realize that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. what you've dealt with being in, like, say, San Francisco, even if you were in San Francisco since, like, the 90s, you were still dealing with a more liberal version of it than somebody was in, say, Arizona or Iowa or Utah or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Alabama, you know what I mean? Like even now, Alabama you can, now. You can pull out binoculars in San Fran and see them fighting for you. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that anywhere. Yeah, and else. like you like know. That. Yeah, and I. Yeah, like I and I grew up like knowing gay people and everything, like and having gay friends and and just you know I don't care by any means what they were do, but I could see them like they were closeted to a lot of other people around them and try to hide it as much as possible, and I was just like, that's just awful you know yeah and you're right and a lot of times in situations like that it, like sometimes people think it's about not being proud or not being brave or like that kind of thing sometimes people just really don't want to deal with the consequences of it as far as like you know they want to be able to get a job like anybody else yeah. they don't want to be discriminated against and yeah. then in certain areas 
people don't necessarily want the fag working for them even now yeah. you know what i mean it just yeah. there's people that'll complain there are people that be like why does he have to act like that that kind of stuff where if you never mention it they never notice the way you act <laughs> or you know what i mean yeah. the, the like well and i always i always everyone used to always think i've been gay since i was like 10 yeah you know they always seemed i act fem more effeminate and stuff like that and i wore girls pants in high school and i did that phase like the emo phase and shit but i'm like yeah like i see it so i never get upset but i'm just like no nah, you don't affect me either yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't have guessed you for gay i mean like yeah. you know i've talked to you a few times now yeah. and i wouldn't have i never got like a gay vibe from you because there's no no <laughs> I'll tell well, you like, what I I'm have like, got a gay vibe from. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> gossip. Oh, I, I, would, uh, I should drop it after. I should tell you after we're done. Yeah, that's this. fine. Yeah. The, well, you know, the, uh, let me put it this way. When we're hanging out at, um, what's it called the last time? Champagnes? Yeah. No names. <laughs> when we're hanging out at Champagnes, actually, that person chickened out just like I said they would. But then a week later, which was just the other night, they hit me up and they actually came through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't resist. It happened. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> it's Hell so silly. Yeah. For those of you at home, I very rarely flirt anywhere anything to do with comedy. Well, I'll flirt, but I'm it's usually benign. But somebody like kinda called out in the middle of my set the other night at Champagne's and it was when I was talking about like, you know, fucking and they were like, you know, saying they wanted to fuck me or that they wanted me to fuck them. And then I said I would. And I was, but at first I was like, you're going to chicken out. You're full of shit. Like, you're not meaning what you're saying. No, right you're now. just heckling. You're just heckling. Yeah. Heckle. And then they were you like, you can't always take a heckle seriously. Yeah. I they were that. like, they were like, that. no, I'm not. Well, oh, it was Sean Horn. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, fooled again. Yeah. And so, like, you know, but. Then they ended up coming through because I was like, I hate when I don't flirt with people because for me, well, with the exceptions of like old ladies and like stuff like that. But like for me, flirting is an actual thing. That's why I always tell people when they try to flirt with me out of nowhere, uh, I never want to be me too in any way. And I won't allow that in any way. So I always tell people like, don't flirt with me, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, well, and you're an adult. If everyone could be an adult about everything, then. Well, unless you want to fuck, don't flirt. And that's the yeah. way I tell them so they know exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like. Trying to get that pipe. <laughs> you can be this line. You could be that line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're not going to meet to me when I let you know up front that if you flirt with me, I'm going to fuck you. Or, I'm, you know yeah, what I mean? We're yeah, going to fuck or yeah. it's it's either going to happen or it's yeah. not. Let's not play I've, with each other. Yeah, I've done a bit recently where i brought up the two moments where i'm like can i get me tooed and so i'm like here why don't i clear the air of what might have been and nothing really intense i put my dick in a girl's hand one time what so <laughs> we were uh <laughs> have you heard of the term like have you done a jamaican hot box no i don't know jamaican so Offensive as fuck. I know, no. A Jamaican hotbox is basically like you go into your bathroom and you turn on the shower and you just let the room steam up and then you just smoke in there and the, it goes in through the steam in your pores as well so you get kind of a body high. Oh. So uh, I was 17. It was me and two of my, three of my guy friends uh -huh. and then three girls and we're all around the same age. And we were, so we were like boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl in the circle in the bathroom, but everyone was like uncomfortable so we all we turned the lights off when we all had our clothes off. Okay. And I was like, I don't care. I'll drop trout. Like I just dropped everything. And so 
she was like, hey, it went out. Can I have the lighter? And I put my dick in her hand. <laughs> that would definitely be a me too by today's but then standards. We, but we all laughed about it and everything like that, you know, like, oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let go of it. Like, I did. <laughs> you know, like. I'm like, hey, homegirl can she can take me down? Say it was. Well, when did it go to a little mini big? You know, like you can do slams like that. So I was like, that's the first one, and then the second one. I now start. I said it each every time. I'm like, I Joe Biden a girl. Yeah. I smelled her hair. So back home, it was really busy at a Del Taco. Mm -hmm. So like just standing, waiting for our food. So there was like me and a few friends and my friend's little sister. And then there were two girls behind me just sitting there on their phones or just talking. And I was like, hey, guys, you want to see something creepy? And I turned around and just smelled one of the girls' hairs. And I was just like, oh, and just turned around and then just went back to what I was doing. Never got called out about it. So I was just like. That one, I could see you easily getting away with. The other one, the dick in the hand. Yeah, I know. That that's one. that's a real me, too. That's the kind that somebody right. will come back later, even after laughing and be like, I was embarrassed. I felt sexually like, you know. You got to watch that one if you ever get big. Well, you've already talked about it now, so you can always I brought be like, it up I talked comedy. about it. Uh, like, and it. Yeah. I, I brought it up Sunday Funday. Where, where were you? Not at Sunday Funday. Yeah. <laughs> <I had laughs> They'll be like, what's Sunday Funday? Which Sunday Funday? Right. Everybody has uh, a Sunday Funday. <laughs> the, the big one. Now, um, this uh, female comedian, like older female comedian came up to me after and was like, I really liked your set like about that and everything. I was like, that was my like second time doing it, like just trying it out. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Like Real quick, how long you been doing stand-up? Uh, it'll be two years in April. Okay, so you're still new to the I world of stand-up. I am very stand -up. new because for the first like year and 11 months, year and 10 months, I lived in Utah, so I would only come down once a month, if that. And that was how long of a round trip from Union from, City, uh, did you say? Um, from Cedar City, City to Vegas, City. one way is 180 miles. So round trip, it would take me two, five to six hours. And you would do that how regularly? M um, the most I did it was like um, every other week. So I first started at the dive, went there a few times. Um, I was working nights. So I was used to being up at that time anyways. So then every other Tuesday for a little bit, I would come down for rebar because I heard that was a good one to go to. Yeah. So I did that like for like two months. Then I started working days. So then I had to switch up my schedule a little bit. So then I started going to Sunday fun day. But this was the shitty part about that because they were like, this is a good one to go to. It's good exposure, blah, blah, blah. It's just a fun one to go to. So I would work like swings, like weird shifts. Like so if I worked – if I worked Sunday, I'd have Monday and Tuesday off. So I'd be like, shit, wake up at 7 a.m., work a 12-hour shift, drive to Vegas, sign up, wait, do my five-minute bit, and go home and be up for like 24 hours straight just to do that. Yeah. But I did that for like two months. Then I Monday, fun day, uh, started going and getting big. And then I would go to the dive as well. So then that way I could get two sets mm -hmm. at the same time and do that one so did you ever do it where you came on sunday and then would stay for monday and tuesday no. since you were out those days too no because i didn't really have anywhere to stay oh I okay you know, i met you probably about a year yeah into i would you say it was year. almost a year ago yeah like just at the dive is when i met you but i've honestly i don't know if you've ever seen me do stand up you may have but honestly i don't know if you've ever really been there but that's fine 
No, I don't think I don't think I've been there for a full set. I know I've seen you on stage. I know that oh, for okay. a fact, but I know I haven't seen a full set. Oh, okay. But you know, that's pretty much everybody. Yeah. Like, you no, know, I, get it. I you don't know. uh I t- you know, and it's open mic, so I totally understand. Like I'm not trying to call you out or anything. Oh yeah, I don't know, watch shit. Like, everybody you know. knows that. Well, and that's the thing too. It's like just cuz you're there, are you watching and paying, you know. Never. I get that too. Never ever. Unless like, you know, here's the deal. Sometimes somebody'll really start killing it. And then I'll completely tune in okay, yeah. to, like, you know, watch that. I understand, that. yeah. Or, like, um, you know, or sometimes something will just catch my ear, and then I'll really pay attention to it. But, like, you know, I may not pay attention as much as sometimes people would like me to, but when I do pay attention, mm-hmm. it's genuine, and I'll pick a lot of stuff up, and then I'll yeah. see. And, like, the reason I wouldn't mind, like, with you, you've been doing this for so long, so you've seen so many comics, you hear so much shit mm-hmm. and everything like that. So it's like, I get it why you would want to tune out and not really pay attention. Yeah, and if something's good, you know? it'll end up catching my ear anyway. Exactly. So, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if you um, – I did stand-up in front of Brian Regan recently. Oh, yeah, I heard – I therapy. Hey, I need you to get to your room, Bijou. Oh. Go to your room. Come on. Go. To, hey, go to your room. She's trying not to pay attention to me. You know, that's your bed. I said, go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> She's oh, being stubborn. Bijou, go to your room. Hurry up. No. Come on. She's still not listening. Look at my Bijou being bad. Go to your room. Can you just go ahead and seal her in there? I wish you hadn't made me do that, Beige. But now you're in jail. Incarcerated. She's going to get hardened in there. And so, like, you know, like, performing in front of him, I was, like, thinking the same thing. I'm like, dude, this guy has been doing it for so long. He has seen so many comedians and, you know, pointless stuff. And I was like, he paid attention. He laughed during my set. I was like, holy shit. What was he doing at therapy? He was just there. He was just there with his girl. Was that Wednesday Chaz's show yes. or a Wednesday night Chaz's? So Chaz Razlowski, for anybody that doesn't know and yes. lives in the Vegas area, he runs an open mic show at the um, at Therapy, which is on Fremont Street, not Fremont Extre- Street Experience, to the east of that, like, like the other side. Like Fifth Street or Sixth Street. Right yeah, there. it's right near. If you get to the El Cortez, you've gone too far. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, so I guess – they were just there, and then they have, like, a giant, like, TV billboard S thing, and it had his advertisement for the open mic that night. So th- she, they saw and was like, oh, look, like, there's an open mic tonight. So they stuck around for a little bit. So that's how we found out because a lot of comedians, like, I got, I heard from other comedians outside waiting for the show to start. Like, dude, Brian Regan's in there. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, like, he's. Blah, blah, blah. You know, what I just said. I'm like, oh. And they're like, you should go and talk to him. Like, I went and talked to him and stuff. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. And they're like, why? I'm like, because if I go and be like, like, I'm a fan, I'm a comedian too. And then go up there and just shit the fucking bag. Brian Regan is the super famous one. Yeah, he's pretty famous. Um, but, like, because there's, uh, there's one Regan that's the Regan and there's one that's a brother. Oh, really? Uh, is it Dennis Regan or is it... I don't, and I don't mm. mean to sound. If I sound at all shitty, no, asking that. No, that's fine. I, 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 don't I just always it. forget because you know uh, Regan is clean comedy. Yes, he was supposed to play it in St. George, with uh, and uh, with Bill Engvall. Oh, uh, okay. So, and what was he doing here? 
Well, I mean, I like think he lives in Vegas. in Vegas. Does he live in yeah. Vegas? And so they were just, you know, out. And so I, so like, yeah, when they told me Brian Regan was up, I was like, dude, I'm going first. I was like, that's the first time I've ever wrote my name first on any set. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm not going to go talk to him. I'm just going to go up there and do some stuff that I know works. I did the same set I did the night before at Rebar, and it did really well, too. I had to follow Randall Thompson, crab meat. That was uh-huh. great. But it was because it rained, so they brought the whole crowd in. Oh, yeah, and yeah. So there was, like, 60 people there, like, mm-hmm. just not com- comics. So I was like, all right, let's do- give them stuff that works. So went up there and did really well, and I was like, cool. Like, that was fun. And then Regan the next night, I was like, I'm going to just, like – this is my good stuff. Let's see if it is good stuff. And mm-hmm. he, I saw him over there laughing at points. And so I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, I don't care if anyone else is laughing or not. So that yeah. really, and then, you know, he shook my hand and said, good set and everything. So I was just like, fuck yes. Did they have you guys up on the steps that night or did he? Have no, them? because they were going to, but the women's restroom was broken down be- at the bottom. Yeah. So the, they were like, you have to use the restroom at the top. So they didn't want to be have a comic block in the way for anyone wanting to go up there yeah so no they had it just right down up front like like right in the middle yeah i've yeah i've performed at the therapy. that was my first time there it was different like the spotlight was like right there i felt like it kind of kept moving on me and, and did like, you get to do weird. your set or did they yep. um yep i got my full five minutes yeah did they play any music at nope. any point or did, so uh, i think glad. at the beginning they did like you know bringing me up yeah but nothing like and then scratching like, during no, your no 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 no. i i did like most i did most of my set i did in my head like i was like all right and i turned to see where Chaz was and he was right behind me and he just with his little mini megaphone was like 30 seconds tanner so i was like okay and i did two one-liners and i was like okay that's my time yeah that's nice so but yeah so i was because like yeah i've heard like it can get crazy there with him with the megaphone and and your timing and stuff like that it can go you know some one guy was like he's like i saw someone get like two minutes yeah because he just didn't like what he was the kid was doing was like all right you're done i'm like oh shit like it's like i want to go early like let's get this going with and over yeah but yeah, it worked out. It was fun. That was my first time there, and then that that was the last one. Yeah. Well, that's every the that's the last yeah. of everything, right? right now, yeah, because Champagne's when we last met and talked. That, that was, was literally that the last. That was the night. last show, and I went up. I think I was second, and I had a really good premise, uh-huh. and everyone told me it was a good bit. So I'm like, cool, and I want to talk to you about it after, maybe. And it's something I'm working on that. Yeah, you know, and stuff. So I was just like, cool. Like, at least I ended on a high point for me. Well, yeah, that's all the way around. Great. You know, like yeah. and yeah, it's great that he really liked your stuff. And, you yeah, know, I was, I, I was I it was Brian just is the, the famous one. Yeah. And Dennis is the other one. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I was trying to really remember because I know there's See, two I've never of them. heard of Dennis. Yeah. Dennis Regan. Stand up comedian. Yeah. Riding coattails. There he is. Not riding Rogan's coattails. Regan's coattails. Yeah. Dennis Regan followed late into Brothers Comedy Footsteps. Followed late. Yeah, that means he was a copycatter. Yeah. Lost lost my job at Sears. They went under. So I was like, hey. Yeah, he was like... Got an old joke book. (laughs) Brian seems to be doing well with it. Let's see if I can maybe. Let's take the deep cuts. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll just bring up my brother for half my set. See if maybe I can just throw (laughs) myself in there. They're hiring. 
oh, the comedy store by my jokes. Yeah, but so yeah, that's good thing. Uh, and then what? What was the other thing we were talking about? Uh, I honestly don't remember. Quarantining. How are you oh, quarantining? God. How are you? Uh, what's for What's most, happening for you? So, just basically, just living where I'm living right now. So where I'm living, I live with uh, an old couple. Are they clean? Y- yeah. Um. One. W- the. The Manolo, the dad, the father, whatever, he hasn't left the house really because he's like 70, has diabetes, has kidney problems. So he's just like, and as soon as anyone comes home, he's like, wash your hands. Smart guy. You know, but he's, but he's not going over, you know, like yeah. freakingly freaking out, but he's just, he's been like that. He's like, hey, when you get home, will you just wash your hands and he'll just bug you? He's like, until you do. And I'm like, no, that sounds fair. Yeah. But so, you know, just been staying indoors because moved down here um didn't have a job yet started applying at places heard back from a few places but then with the shutdown everything's kind of stopped for me too um i applied at new places today but um so are you not working right now no Ugh, that so i've sucks. been just so i'm sleeping like 14 hours playing video games watching the netflix or something on youtube trying to write a joke or two if i can write something down and then that's that's what happened with the little rush with Amazon and the grocery stores. Did you just not get in fast enough or were you not? Yeah, I, they I never really heard back from them, but I'm reapplying to a bunch of them, like reapplying to Vons. And so it was funny. I was talking to Bruce Leonard because he was like, you know, Vons and Albertsons. And I'm like, oh, like I was at an Albertsons when it got robbed. And he's like, what? He's like, in your hometown? I was like, yeah, like it was right before they closed. So there was like 14 people there. And two massive men came in waving guns to everyone get up front and everything to, for all that. And so they got everyone in a circle, and they threw duct tape for me. And they were like, here, duct tape everyone. Like, duct tape their hands together. And I was like, uh, okay. So I just started going around duct taping everyone's hands and stuff. Did you do a good job duct taping Yeah, because obvi- I did it too tight on one person. And I'm like, oh, my bad. Like, I'm helping them. My bad. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, if so you're going like to duct tape hands, you got to duct tape hands. Why don't we talk about I'm this sooner? This people. is the exciting story right like, here. I'm pretty good with it. Yeah, like, so. You became a, 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 what, an accessory? I guess. Ah, dude, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you dude. just realized you're exe- an accessory. Dude. You were. So, okay, oh so God, you, yeah. you joined oh this group in robbing the uh, Albertsons. I got nothing out of it. Um, Yeah, so they basically duct tape, had me duct tape. But they took off one of the the manager, and all they already sent the money away because it was a smaller store, so they only got like a grand or something like that. Still took it. But back up. So You're skipping a lot. Okay, let's take this from the beginning. Okay, okay. We got to do this actual story. I need you. You're dude, the only I've one that knows this, this story. Dude, 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 You're dude. the only oh, one that knows dude. this story. So, okay, so they come in. What are you, what are you doing? You're just uh, shopping. I'm with my mom. We're in the same aisle. She's getting her things. Did you have to duct tape your mom's hands? Yes. (laughs) Oh, this is the best. I think I started with my mom. (laughs) Well, she's right next to you. That would make sense if you're just like, all right, mom, let's fucking do this. Like, so I just remember hearing like a like you know looking at something and hearing like a loud shout, like you know. uh, and looking around, and I see two masked people and my mom with her hands fucking up in the air walking forward. So I'm like, all right. So I start following in suit. Uh-huh. We go and we just sit down, and they got all, like, you know, went and checked around everywhere. And they're like, yeah, that was, that was it. Like, okay. Like, threw the duct tape at me and was like, start duct taping people. So I started with my mom. And then I had like, like an old elderly couple. <laughs> 
like old. Like they're gonna take that duct tape off and skin's gonna come off of her old. Yeah, yeah. Like, old. And you had to duct tape. Yeah. You're hardcore. And Nobody then, knew you were a thug like this. The Las then, Vegas comedy scene, we don't realize what we have on. Dude. Go ahead. So <laughs> And then and then while we're all like sitting there, a fucking customer walks in who was also an employee but off the clock, but just coming in to get some stuff before they close, sees all of us and just books it out. And this was back in – so this was my freshman year of high school. This was 2004. Okay. Yeah, 2004, 2005. It's December of 2004. Okay. So I was like, yeah, 13. And so cell phones weren't a big thing, but they did have one, so they were outside calling 911. Okay. And then – those guys got off and left, and then as soon as they left, the what they what they do? Um, where did the manager? Did you see the manager get the money? Like, cause no, they I don't know what they got. Like honestly, but since it's Cedar in such a small town, my first job at Top Spot in two thousand and seven, the man one of the managers was the same manager at Albertsons. Oh, okay. And also the bag boy I met a few years later through high school friends and smoking weed. That's how small of a fucking town it is. Yeah. And did uh, did any of them tell you their version of the way that story They were went? basically like someone waved in a gun and stuff, and then, then you duct taped us. Yeah. The manager, Jillian, was like, yeah, she was the only one different uh-huh. because she, the one of the guys took her to, to the go office to, the to office go get, to get the money while one guy was holding all of the rest of us as I but all the real them. money was gone but they were like so they, they were like all the money's really gone except for what we've just basically made in the last hour and a half two you know whatever yeah so, that's what they get and then the guy comes in leaves they bail and then the bag boy had a cell phone so he shimmies it out he starts calling the cops too but they already had the call had so you duct taped the bag boy's hands I duct taped everybody's hands. So the bag except boy except for was the manager. Except okay. Because then when when he was when they were done with that he the the main guy duct taped her. And you didn't get duct taped. No, I got duct taped when I like because I went through and finished everybody. Uh-huh. So then I got duct taped, and then while the manager was away, that's when the guy came in and left the other employee, and then I was already duct taped. So when they were done, they duct taped her. Okay. And it was like that. Like they were like, you can't leave for like a ten minutes, or you know, something like stupid like that. Mm-hmm. And then it took the cops like ten minutes to get there. So they were gone. They were yeah, long gone. And then one lady freaked out and hid in the freezer in the back bag. Did she get out? Yeah, because okay. she was finally like, when the cops finally showed up and were getting us, she heard talking and stuff, and they she was like kind of peeking and. Uh, finally came out and she shit. kept out she crept out through like Dude. the milk or something yeah. like the cottage cheese she just like, mm. <laughs> like yeah like should have gone back there and see what just the cleared it all out of the way fucking came fucking falling out of the one of the windows and, <laughs> and then just started eating all the butter yeah like, came out of like out a glass door dough. and frozen foods or something just there was like, yeah so i told him yeah i told him about that and he was like maybe you shouldn't apply there um the first job I had, Top Spot, they got broken into oh, one yeah? night. Um, and I learned more about this story because, like, a year later I was at a party and some guy was like, you look familiar. And was I was like, oh, I work at the Top Spot, this fast food joint. He's like, oh, my buddies broke into it. I was their getaway driver. I was wow. like, no, fucking. I was like, so we're talking. 
I was like, so basically they smashed through one of the uh, doors that had a window and then unlocked the door and got in. At this time, the only security they had was four cameras. Mm-hmm. So they go through, bust in, and uh, conveniently, not intentionally, the manager left the safe unlocked. Oh. And uh, there was a thousand dollars cash. Conveniently, but not intentionally. He had been written because you get written up for doing dumb shit like that. Yeah. He had been written up multiple times for leaving the safe unlocked. Wow. The next manager came in. Talk about your lucky day, though, from yeah. their side. So they I was like, so I was like, first of all, the safe was unlocked. But I'm like, second of all, you left half of the money. So they got busted. So no, 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 no. They yeah, they got busted because they robbed another gas station like a month or two or like a week or two later and got caught. Did your guys ever get busted? I don't know. I honestly don't know because no, they just asked us for like – I don't even know if the cops really asked us for like a questioning, to be honest. Really? For even me, though you for had me, to tie I up hands and everything I honestly else? do not remember if I filled out a – That was – Something. I honestly don't remember if I did, and I think I would remember that. Like I remembered – dude, I kept my duct tape for like two months. That's small town shit. Yeah. You know, the fact that they didn't, like, because, yeah, you would have been questioned dude, they forever. I mean, like, dude, it's like you had to tie up the hands. If there's anybody to talk to, and you would, I'm sure you would remember, because it would have been a Dude, lengthy. Imagine if I was part of it and I got away with it. Well, yeah, you know, like if I was, like you and your mom both could have been in on the fix. You know what Dude, I mean? Like your mom brought you in like, as the. She was like, as soon as it happened, she's like, I pulled my rings off and shoved them right into my pocket. And yeah. I just went, I'm like, God, my mom's smart. <laughs> like immediately thinking of that kind of gangster shit. But yeah, and then top spot. Yeah, I got broken into. They. Also, at the time, the f- the cameras only were recording when there was a tape in. Your which mom got is changed. ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> she, my, <laughs> that was the first thing she thought of was like, let me hide my rings. My, my rings. <laughs> let me hide She's, my rings real quick. Her nickname She's in smart, high school. But her nickname in high school was Acid Queen. <laughs> oh, was your mom on acid? Dude, my mom grew up. They were both. My parents were born in '55. We're going to have to do a second part to this. If you want to, yeah. Yeah, we'll end up doing a second part at some point. We All still right. have the entire fucking quarantine. Yeah, it's true. And I try not to make these more than an hour because... We have been, but... They really do what's Dude, it That called. hour went by quick, I feel. Yeah, it's it did fun. go by quickly. And, yeah, uh, you... I was really interested in that fucking... I never knew you were part of robbing a grocery store and tied your own mom's hands. You know... <laughs> Duct tape, duct tape in people. Duck, duct tape duck, in the elderly. Yeah. Watch out. How many people did you duct tape? How many people were there in the circle, would you imagine? Um, I remember my mom, the elderly couple, the bagger, the cashier, and like four or five other people, I think. So probably like 10, 10 11 yeah. people? Yeah. <laughs> maybe more than you? I don't know. You're kind of kinky. So maybe oh that's great <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well we learned more about way to end all that yeah yeah tanner tuttle than we ever thought we would you, you're gonna see a picture of him it's gonna be on the youtube it's gonna be on facebook it's gonna oh, be everywhere man. um you're gonna see a picture of him and you're gonna think he's so wholesome looking really <laughs> but you could go either way you could be wholesome or you could be like a bomber I get that. I'm like kind of homeless, like I'm a weekend of homeless. Yeah, almost like a 
or a Ted Kaczynski An- type, you another, know, that, another Ryan Barasa. Yeah, I get that a lot, too. All right. That's enough. Everybody, whatever you do, stay unbothered. <laughs>